Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Joe Delagrave. He's a keynote speaker and Paralympic athlete. Joe, welcome to our podcast. Christopher, thank you so much for having me on. Really appreciate it. So as I was saying to Joe prior to the podcast that if you look at Joe's LinkedIn profile, he has this picture where he's, I guess, are you playing a, a basketball? Uh, wheelchair rugby. Right. Wow. Okay. So yeah, wheelchair rugby. Yeah. So, but if you look at Joe's facial expression, his mouth is open, his eyes are really set and focused on, I don't, I guess his opponent or maybe his teammate, but what I wish for everyone is to have that euphoric sense of intensity focus and happiness because of everyone should be living in the moment. When people say you're in the zone, Joe, you clearly are in the zone when you're, when you're performing as an athlete. So thank you for representing what we all can be as a, as an athlete and as a person. So thank you for that. Absolutely. Now let's dive into your speaking career and your world. What's the main topic you talk about? The main topic I talk about is overcoming or, um, or getting over your obstacles. And a lot of times what I do is there's um, talk to people about finding opportunities within the obstacles. Uh, I live my life uh, getting into a wheelchair every day. And so um, the, the obstacle per se never goes away. And so for me, it was using this obstacle and finding opportunities, finding opportunities like playing wheelchair rugby, finding opportunities like um, sharing my story with other people. So that way we could, um, you know, just share a message of hope, share a message of, hey, you get a choice um, in, in using this obstacle to be a victor or a victim. Um, and I, I really just teach on that victor mindset, finding the opportunities within the obstacles of life um, and making a choice on which way you want to go. So how did you end up on a, in a wheelchair? So when I was 19, I got into a boating accident, just a, a, a random tragic thing. I was on a boat sitting, doing absolutely nothing silly that you'd normally do when you're 19. My buddy accidentally hits the bottom of the river. I fly backwards hit my head on the front of the boat and break my neck at the C6 and 7 level. Um, and so I was instantly became a, 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 para, a quadriplegic um, and I have limited use of my hands um, and don't have any use below uh, the trunk. So quadriplegic is, is the neck down or the, the trunk down? Yeah, so it's like basically from my chest down, um, I don't have any movement and then I have my arms fully work, but my hands don't. And so technically I'm a, I'm a quadriplegic or, um, for any of like the neurological nerds out there, uh, tetraplegia is, is another term for it. Hmm. So two of the people that most inspire me in life, Joe, actually one was a quadriplegic and the other one, and that man, he would use a, a straw like device to yeah. breathe into, to, to, to use his computer. And the other one actually is both a friend and client. His name is Mikey Oliveri, where he has muscular dystrophy and he has progressively gotten worse. But what I'm saying is I admire both of them as I admire you in that, you know, all of us say, oh, I have this problem, I have that problem. Well, they can walk, they can see, you know, some of these things that we take for granted. So I'm curious, why is it that Mikey or Lewis or you, you have this deep sense of grace and peacefulness. I'm not saying you don't have challenges, obviously, right? But I, I admire that you you convey this this the sense of peace in you when yeah. you even know that yourself. So I'm curious, how did you get to where you are? Because uh, it's something that we can all hopefully have as well. 
Yeah, I mean, right away when I was 19, I got my athletic identity ripped away from me. I was a college football player, and I'm, and then all of a sudden I can't play the sport and I can't walk. So like it's like this big, huge bomb drops on your life. And but then as I slowly come out of it, I realize like life continues. I remember laying in the hospital bed. Um, it was August. It was time for every all my friends to go back to college, and I was stuck in this hospital bed. I was stuck in this wheelchair, and I'm going like, "Wow, life's moving on." The kid, everyone has to go back to school. Everyone has to return to their jobs. Everyone, like, as I'm still stuck in this situation, everyone continues to move on with life. Life just keeps going. And so, as it slowly went on, I realized, wow, like I need to be able to make a choice to just keep on going on with life. Otherwise, life's just going to move on without me. Like it doesn't even. And so, um, that was one of those things where it's like, you know, I need to make a choice. I need to make, set some goals. I need to work on those goals. I need to set some small goals to keep the momentum building. But um, and rolling down. But man, it, it, that was, a, that was a big thing for me. And I realized that it, I needed their personal responsibility to make that happen. I couldn't rely on anyone else to do it. I had to make that choice for myself. Um, obviously I, I'm a man of faith and, and that was first and foremost, but I think um, you still need to make that choice to continue on and do something. And so in hindsight, 16 years later, um, I've, I've realized, wow, like if you continue to make those choices, good things are going to happen. My wife, three kids, um, been able to play the sport and travel the world, um, playing a made up sport where a bunch of crippled people just smash into each other, which is amazing. Um, and I joke about it because it makes people feel really uncomfortable. So you're like, Christopher's nervously laughing and going like, can I laugh at that? Yeah, you can laugh at that. That's uh, I wasn't nervous. Uh, yeah. That was a, that was a yeah. genuine laugh. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but no, I think it's it just really cool to see in hindsight and go, wow, just because I made it, I started making choices at 19 16 years later i can look back and go you know what we did something really neat here and let's spread uh, my story because uh, most people aren't in a wheelchair but they all everyone has something in life that they go through that they're like i can either turn one way or the other and it can be really good or really bad well that's the inspiring thing about your story joe and that you might not be able to walk but you get to move people literally with your words and your message and your story that's the power of a story so for all listeners, I, I hope you recognize that in terms of the fact that though we can physically walk, doesn't mean we actually move literally, both from what we want to do in life and how we can impact other people. And you have that unique gift, Joe, of being able to literally move people by where you are and, and, and what you've done in your life. So my, my only question that I want to ask is, what, do you, what, do, what was the most challenging thing for you when you first realized, okay, you're 19, I mean, what, what, what do you feel was the most challenging thing? Because I'm sure in that challenging time, you're able to yeah. learn some things that perhaps you can share with us. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was getting over the questions that were swirling in my head. And I think most teenagers and then um, that transition period between when you're in college and you're trying to figure out who you are as a person already have it. But then when something tragic like this happens, it just kind of magnifies and amplifies. And so I'm, I'm thinking like, am I going to find... Um, you know, a girlfriend or a wife that's gonna, uh, you know, take me for who I am in this chair or, or like, am I gonna have kids down the road? And are they gonna uh, be okay with me? You know, like all these different questions, am I gonna find purpose or passion or, or um, am I gonna find something that um, fills that hole that athletics had uh, before? And so you're, I'm thinking through these things, I'm, I'm trying to figure them out. Uh, my mom's embarrassing me because she's in the in the hospital room going asking my doctors if I can have sex again. And I'm like, at 19, you don't want your mom to ask anything about sex. Like, you're like, would you get out of my room? And, and through this, I'm going, you know, like, what are these questions? And those are big questions. 
that I had no way of knowing if they're going to get an answer. Um, but I chose to go and fight for them. I chose to go and say, you know what, like, let's make some small goals towards these big, huge philosophical questions of life. Um, and, and now in hindsight, a lot of them have been answered, but, and, and some of them, um, are, I'm just starting to see like purpose. My purpose isn't to play wheelchair rugby. My purpose is to speak to people. My purpose yeah. is to share my yeah. story so other people can be inspired to inspire themselves. And, uh, I think I'm just starting to learn that over the last couple of years. And that's great, Joe. It, your, your story is very telling because let's say I have a client, her name is Dragana, and at one point she was a professional tennis player and she was asking me, because she didn't include it in her bio, and she said, why would I include that? I'm like, because Dragana, even though you want to be a transformational coach, it's all the experiences you've had, all the struggles, all the challenges, all the accomplishments you've made in the past that allow you to speak on what you might speak on now, just like with you, right? Like you're a speaker, but it's, if not for the experience you had as captain of your rugby team and being a very competitive athlete, and having that awareness, you would just be a speaker, but you have all that depth, breadth, layer, details, examples that allow you to really reach deep down to inspire people in a, in a great and in, in worldly way. So Joe, thank you for being on a podcast. How can our guests stay in touch with you and hear you speak one day? Yeah, if you want to check me out at uh, www.joedelagrave, J-O-E-D-L-A-G-R-A-V-E.com. Uh, you can check out all of my information there. That's great, Joe. Thanks again for being on the podcast. Have a great day. All right. You as well, Christopher. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.